Sentences must stir in a book like leaves in a forest, each distinct from each despite their resemblance. Gustave Flaubert. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. This is a problem in a lot of new writers. I actually find myself doing this some in my first drafts because I want to just step by step. And I usually start all of my sentences with the pronoun I, he, she. That's how they start because that's what's happening. She is doing this. He is doing that. I am doing this. It's a play by play of the scene, of the moment. And it's terrible. (laughs) This is one of those things that you don't realize happens until it's pointed out to you and then you see it everywhere. Yes, everywhere. We were talking prior to the episode about information hazards. And an information hazard is something that once you have the information, you have to wield it well. This is in the writing world an information hazard. This is something that once you see it, it'll drive you bananas. Like the arrow in FedEx. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. This is something you won't be able to unsee. But it is a good thing to be able to notice this problem, that all of your sentences start the same. And it doesn't take a lot of work to identify it. So let's get into the example, and then we'll get into how to identify the problem. I struggled to write this one. Seriously. (laughs) I kept going, no, no, no. I I need to. Okay. Because we definitely don't want to take another author's writing and hold it up as a bad example. So all of these examples that we're bringing are written by us. And I really hate this one so much. And it hurts us to write them. Honestly. I, I wrote the new example before I wrote the actual example in this case, because it was so much easier to write. And then I had to kind of backtrack So the example is, he walked into the bar expecting and finding the place nearly empty. He saw the exact beer he wanted and sat down where the barkeep could clearly see him. He waited for maybe 10 minutes without even so much as a hello. He wondered if maybe he should just walk out. He. He, 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 he. He. It's horrible. (laughs) So let's figure out how to identify the problem. The best way I have found to identify this problem is to stop and just look at the beginning of every sentence. Does every sentence start with the same word? If it does, there's a problem. Yes. Another way to recognize that this is happening is if all of your second words in the sentence are verbs in some regard. So it could be two people are doing something. He does this. She does that. It's a play by play. So if you have was or saw, especially, these are things that will be easy fixes for you in this kind of a problem. He walked. He saw. He waited. He wondered. They start all the same. Another way to identify the problem is the he. If the point of view character is mentioned too often... We know whose point of view it is, whether it's a third person focused on that or a first person. We know who that point of view is. We don't need to be reminded, he, 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 he. 
If it's the first sentence in the new point of view, yes, say the character's name. But it doesn't even have to be the first word. Definitely not. So it could be he saw her walk across the room and then we don't need to mention him at all for the rest of the paragraph. She's doing this. She flicks her hair and then someone else cat calls, whatever. We know it's all from his point of view because we established that beforehand. We don't need to be reminded of it constantly. The only time that we need to be reminded of the point of view is if you're diving into the emotions of that character. Someone else cat called her. And then you can say a flare of anger rose in his chest. So you don't have to say he, but you did say his. You give that emotion attached to that character reacting to something else that's happening in the scene. So let's get into the solution. How do you fix when all the sentences start the same? The most obvious solution is to just delete the first half of the sentence out. He saw the exact beer. The point is the beer, not necessarily him seeing the beer. He wondered if maybe he should just walk out. If you take out, he wondered if maybe he should just walk out is a deeper point of view. And we don't have that in film. It's called a wide shot. You don't have that distanced feeling from the character. That is a lot of the problem with starting all your sentences the same way as you're just adding distance between your main character and your reader. If you think of it like movie scenes, you have close-ups, you have medium shots, you have wide shots. You want a variety of those while you're talking. So yes, you can have that wide shot that establishes the scene that you do mention the point of view character, but you want to get a little closer and take the point of view character out of the sentence entirely. The beer he wanted was there behind the bar. All he had to do was get the attention of the bartender. So that's kind of that medium shot where you see from a distance, but closer that there's the beer and the bartender. So the wide shot is also called an establishing shot. That sets the scene. You get to see the whole thing. So think of it in Lord of the Rings. You have the whole wide shot of Saruman's tower and you see the pit below him where the orcs are being made. And the destruction and everything, that's the wide shot. And then it gets closer to the actual you know, mechanisms that they have. And then it zooms closer to the close shot of you know, the orc emerging from the mud pit. That's kind of the progression that you need in writing. From that wide establishing shot of this is where we are, this is what he's doing. Let's get closer and let's get closer and let's get closer You can do this in writing by taking the point of view character out of those sentences. Get it closer. Zoom in. The condensation started to drip down from the beer bottle, but it still wasn't in reach. You don't have the character there, but you're implying that he can't grab it yet because it's still away from him. Another solution is to make sure you're getting into the detail of the moment that will automatically take that camera off of your point of view character. When she's mentioning the condensation, we see the condensation. We don't need to see the main character in the same camera shot, so to speak. So 
summing up the solutions, it basically just takes rewriting. That's the easiest solution. Just rewrite it. Take the base of what you want and focus on what actually matters in that sentence. Because it's usually not the character. So taking all these ideas, let's get into how this scene has changed from he walked, he saw, he waited, he wondered. The bar was exactly like he expected. Nearly empty. At least they had his favorite lager on tap. So he found a slightly too tall bar stool and slid it over, scraping in the near silence of the pub. They could at least put on some music. Nothing. Not a hello, or a how may I take your order, or even a I'll be with you in a second nod from the bartender. Maybe he should just walk out. So you're getting a little bit more of the setting. You're getting where he is, the mood of the bar, without the character really having to be involved other than that you know it's his observations. There is a he found on our third sentence here, but it works because it's establishing the awkwardness of the silence. He found a slightly too tall bar stool and slid it over, scraping in the near silence of the pub. You can have those sentences where it is the pronoun and the verb. That's fine. Sometimes they belong. Sometimes they work. It just shouldn't be every sentence. When you're approaching solving these problems, be sure not to drop into passive voice because you definitely want to be direct. And if you're just changing the order of the things in the sentence, you're doing more harm than good. The better option is to delete. So our first example, he walked into the bar, finding the place nearly empty. The second example... The bar was exactly like he expected. The bar is now the target of the sentence. If you say, the bar that he walked into, you end up having this awkwardness in the writing just to avoid this problem, and you're causing more problems than you're solving. Too many subjects. This is one of those things that the best solution is to step back and realize that a complete rewrite is perfectly okay. In the end... You are a storyteller. You are an entertainer. You want to get this image in your reader's head. So taking the time to do it right and to make sure that your story isn't hampered by little things like repeating the first word of every sentence in a non-artistic way, taking the time to do these things right will enormously improve your writing. And it helps you make sure your writing comes across to your readers in the way you like, in a way that means you are writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 